You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Do you guys agree with the suspension? Because I'm looking at it, no, no, I mean, suspend him for the first game of the regular season next year. I really don't. I really don't believe in penalizing my my players when it could cost us something. That like I'm not. This is this is my team, right? So why am I going to penalize them in the most important time? Like this doesn't hurt Rudy Gobert. It hurts you overall because if you don't make this game, you lose because you're going to lose to the Lakers, and then you lose the next one when he comes back. You just look stupid, right? Has nothing to do with Rudy at this point. So, you know, the punch, I mean, it was a punch in the shoulder. I mean. Try to give him a dead arm. You know, so it's like you're, 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 you're penalizing a guy for nothing that really happened. Just, you know, a little distraction on the game y'all won. But you can't, but you got to set some type of rules, though. I said it after. Huh? <laughs> I said it after the season. After the season? To find him, you know, playoff check or something, but I'm not suspending you. Yeah, but if you do that and then the next guy does it, then what? So, 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 so you just go around punching guys? Sometimes you got to make your shit known. That's tough. That's we do it anyway in practice and shit, right? So I guarantee there's bigger fights in practice than that was right there. And I'm pretty sure you never suspended him. Yeah, but it's on camera, though. So, I mean, it's on camera. So people, 20,000 people saw that. So it's different, like practice, like if, okay, the Draymond, if the Draymond thing don't come out on camera, then we won't say nothing about it. But to see that, it's like, you gotta have some type of rule. Yeah, see, I don't give a fuck about no optics, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, if, from reading in the paper, ooh, they got in a fight to seeing it. Oh, this but then you gonna like, have guys like just punching, then guys just gonna be punching guys. You know what I'm saying? This is like saying, yo, hey man, I messed with a fat chick last night, right? The concept of what I said, you're like, all right, cool. And then, and then there's a, a video or a picture of the fat chick. I, then you, you react, right? Nah, that's not how that works. I already told you it was a fat chick, right? Obese. Like, obese. You know what I mean? So you can't really try to get me because you now see the evidence. So I mean, it, a fight is a fight. I mean, some people like big girls. A little, little punch in the arm. Big like, women need love too, Gil. Little punch in the arm. 25 grand, 50 grand, 75 like grand. We don't discriminate on Gil's arena. We embrace all of you. Just love yourself. As long as you love yourself, that's the most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, so Kyle Anderson allegedly called Gobert a bitch repeatedly, allegedly. I'll start with you, Brandon. How many times you letting a teammate call you a bitch before you swing on them? Never. I mean, so one at one time. That's so it's not like a. It can't be a repeated thing. Bitch, bitch ass nigga. Like that's like it's like terms. It's like how what's you, worse though? Be called a bitch or a bitch uh, ass nigga in contact. Man, stop acting like a bitch ass nigga. That's yeah, worse. That's, like that's that's like that's yo, more what? hurtful. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think any time like us as black men, we talk in front of like you know mm -hmm. other races and like we call each other out of names. It's just like it's going it's going to go there. I think it's more embarrassing. It's some more, and, and it's ego. I think for us, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Everybody's different, like, but for us, I know we're going to get hot. How many times you letting the teammate call you a bitch before you get the strap? <laughs> I don't think I've ever got called one. Um, no teammates called you a bitch before? No, I was usually the one that was verbally abusive. <laughs> oh, man, I was all, yeah, bitch ass ain't getting the goddamn ball. Oh, nope, nope. So bitch ass is like bitch, bitch ass, bitch ass nigga. I think bitch ass is fine, like, because that's just. No, it depends on how you say thing. it. Like, I always say stop acting like one. Okay. And then they try to use it. So you calling me one? If you're acting like it. Like, God, I'm just. But one, one did show up to my hotel room. Right? I called, I called Brendan Haywood. You know, a bitch, get your bitch ass and I start doing all that. Get it off the glass and start doing all that extra shit. And then, you know, chilling at the hotel room and got one of those. And it's like, yo. It's like, yo, this B Wood. 
all of a sudden, man, he said, yeah, uh, open the door so we can talk. Talk? <laughs> that don't sound funny, man. Get the fuck away from my door. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. We just need to go ahead and talk about what happened, man. I'm calling security, brother. I'm calling security. I'm not opening this door so you can whoop my ass and no one can help me. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-mm. So you didn't open the door? Hell no. Right, so don't you put the lock on. Click, click. Security. <laughs> Call security down and everything. Oh, shit. Security. Uh, yeah, I got a big black dude in the hallway trying to fight. So we talked earlier about Draymond Green, his situation with Jordan Poole. Uh, you know, he's no stranger to stealing on a teammate. But he got petty after the Gobert incident. He tweeted, insecurity is always loud. Now, this is the same thing that Gobert tweeted after video leaked to Draymond One Piece and Jordan Poole. But uh, Draymond went on his pod and also said he respected Gobert for sticking up for himself. So for both y'all, do Gobert's actions hurt or help the Timberwolves in the long run? Listen, it... Let's just say this. I don't think it changed uh, Kyle's uh, attitude towards him. No. It don't because you went on Twitter to basically apologize for throwing a punch, bitch. Right? That's what they're <laughs> He's probably reading like, this bitch. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah. Right? So um, it hurts because you lose a defensive player. Right? You lose a defensive player. You lose a big man going up against LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Um, so, you know, when, when you're talking about, like, Playing game and the most important time, yes, it actually does hurt. Okay. I mean, I think it hurts when they made the trade. I think they've been hurting. So this is what you get. Um, the Draymond thing going back at uh, Rudy, I mean, you know, that's just how it is. You know, we petty. Yep. So, you know, you throw stones, somebody going to throw stones more. Um, but I think it, it started from the, from the trade. They should have never traded them over there. They gave up a lot of assets. Yeah, they did. And you're seeing what, what's happening now with all mm -hmm. that. And just so everybody out there who didn't see the Gobert uh, tweet, he got a lot of us blocked, so a lot of us couldn't see it anyway. So you somebody know, took a screen grab. Appreciate. I was doing, you know, some questionable Gobert videos back in. The you day. got blocked. Yeah. Oh. See, but I'm, that's hey, not. Now? But that's not like a big deal because it, no, like, no. it's everybody. Like it's yeah. not. Listen, Kay Anderson was right then, bitch. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, come on, you NBA player. All this sensitivity and just blocking. Mute. But I'll be blocking, blocking people. Like, come yeah. on. I'll be blocking people. Like, how sensitive huh? do you I'll be blocking be? people. Because they talk crazy. You're light skin. But I know. Light skin tendencies. But Gil, Gil, good reason, though. Because <laughs> then I'll find their address if they keep talking wild. It's pull-up mode. That's all you do. And yeah. I can afford to do it now, so. <laughs> That's I can now you see it. why yeah. you don't need to block. So I'm not paying for first class pull up. <laughs> I can't take connecting flights to some of these cities these people live in. If it's a direct shot. But some of them be in hubs that aren't supported by direct flights. <laughs> yeah, just pull up. You don't need to block them. Pulling up to Temecula and all that goodness on Christmas. <laughs> now you go to Temecula on Christmas, that, that means you really want to fight. But we have some legendary cooking to cap off the NBA season. So let's show them some love with a very special hibachi time. Pick it up! We need, we need theme music for these. We need a trends. video of me shooting or something. Yeah, for sure. Like me hitting, like us hitting and, and, and shots and some like shit. That. Like all of us. I mean, not you, though. But yeah. All of us hitting shots. Did you yeah. see the screens I was setting? <laughs> Did you see the screens? You sound like an ex-teammate. I said all the screens all the time <laughs> to open up shots for you. Y'all not appreciative of that shit. But let's start with LeBron and these Lakers. LeBron capped off year 20 in legendary fashion. Dropped 36, 6, and 6 in a win over the Jazz's JV team. They had Kelly Olenek, though, in their defense. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, after hitting a big three... Late in the game, which we'll see first. We'll just watch him cook a little bit. I don't even know who he gave a bucket to, but whatever. It counted. Look at oh, JTA grill sandwich. Mm. Look at it. Look at it. But here's the one right here. Here it goes. Oh, from the crypto.com arena logo. There it is. Yeah. Crown me. Crown him. And, and that's one of them like big head crowns. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't go. He went. Y'all seen them big ass hats? That's one of them yeah. joints. So what did y'all think about? LeBron crowning himself after the Lakers locked up the seven seed because a lot of people on the internet were hating, were saying, well, why would you do that after a seven seed and whatnot? I think it was more reflective of year 20, still cooking, started the season two and 10, got that seven seed, never happened before if it was an old playoff model. So what'd y'all think though? I, I mean, the resume speaks for itself, right? If yeah. Jordan would have did that yeah. when he played for the Wizards, I mean, I don't think anybody would have questioned it. <laughs> like, no, nobody would have questioned this this one year. I mean, you know, his resume speaks for itself. So if he want to crown himself after every bucket, I mean, <laughs> do it. Yeah, I mean, then after the year they had, 
up and down up year. And down. I mean, going through, you know, trades and, you know, all the ups and down injuries and things like that. So, like you said, year 20, who he is. I mean, I'm going to keep crowning myself, yeah. too, like, because this might be it. So this might be my last time in the playoffs. You never know or mm -hmm. anything. So right now I'm going to get it off, uh, breaking the record this year, doing all this. So, yeah, crown me. And he's rich. Crown. And he's a crown. billionaire. And he's, and he's a big. I mean, at this point, uh, if I'm if I'm him during the playoffs, you know, I'll, every time I go to the bench, <laughs> I just put a crown on. <laughs> got the Rashad. <laughs> rock the Rashad. <laughs> so Rashad was ahead of the curve with the mm -hmm. actual crown. Let's keep let's keep it real. Let's talk about the Lakers. Uh, fans were complaining because they had a couple open roster spots. Felt like we need another big. Winnie Gabriel. No disrespect to the man. With all due respect, let it be known, like Isaiah Thomas would say. But he wasn't really getting it done in that spot. So they signed Tristan Thompson. They also signed Shaq Harrison at guard just to add some depth. Mm -hmm. So what do y'all think about the Tristan Thompson signing? And would you have made that move if you were the Lakers? Um, I, 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 I like it. You know, him and LeBron have a rapport. Um, you know, I call him TT. <laughs> he, knows his, he knows his role, right? He's going to go out there, rebound, block shots, be a big body. And, you know, when you're in the playoffs and you're thinking about at some point you might face Jokic, you need all the big bodies that you can possibly get, not offensively, but just more defensively. I mean, it's a good pickup. Um, I mean, like you said, LeBron and them does have a history, but, I mean, there, are, there, there were other guys out there. I mean, you know, you had Dwight Howard, mm -hmm. um, Boogie. Um, so, you know, there are, there are other guys that has put on Laker uniforms that, you know, do know that system and everything, too, with it. So, um, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. I mean, the playoffs is about, you know, getting buckets, too. So, you know, you're going to have to, you know, do it all. No, he ain't going to do that. Well, yeah. Well, do something. <laughs> do, do something, something yeah, to yeah. get out the, you know, first round. Yeah. You know? I ran our group first round? Do you know who we playing? Yeah, Memphis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got that. We're going to talk, we're gonna talk about easy? that a little later in the week. Okay. We're going to talk about that all a little right. later in the week. But when, I agree with you, Brandon. When you look at somebody like Dwight, and what he did to Joker in the bubble. Yeah, does he make boneheaded plays? Yes, but he's a big Debo type, and we've already seen him in action. A couple years removed out in Taiwan right now. Boogie, Lakers brought him in for a workout. I don't know what they saw in that workout, but they decided that Tristan Thompson was the move. Yeah, I, I think, you know, with Tristan, he's never been injured. Um, no major injury. Um, they probably worked him out. Probably still looks like he's mm -hmm. in shape. Um, him or Dwight would have been my first two choices. Yeah. Um, so, but when you, when you talk about Dwight, it's... You know, um, it's more the experience. Did they have a great experience when they were together? You know, so we don't we don't know the sp yeah, all that yeah, stuff that yeah. happens on the chips. Yeah, the chemistry. It's yeah. just the chemistry. Yeah, just the, chemistry. the people getting along. So he was smacking asses with towels in the shower or something. What you think? No, you know him and um, AD got into it on the bench. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, you know, we yeah. don't really know. Yeah. It's, it's all there. But he brought that. that fire out of Anthony Davis. Brought that championship. I believe that championship year. Yeah, that was the championship year yeah, when they got the that argument. Year. That was, was the next year. year. Oh, yeah. the next year, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, close enough. All right. So Lakers face the Timberwolves tonight in the 7-8 playing game. Who winning? Are you sure? Oh, are you man, sure? Man, the Lakers that? are notorious for playing down to their competition. Jazz took them to OT a few games ago. Barely beat them this next time around. Bro, you got Cat, Anthony Edwards, Kyle Anderson. Trying to ref for light skin this far and near. Mm -hmm. Bring honor back to our. They just lost two defensive players. One guy who actually played great defense against LeBron. Yeah, he was. Broke his, broke his hand at halftime, punching a wall. And then you lose your rim protector. A wall. Why not just put a big ass club on his hand like they do football players? He hit a wall. <laughs> and the team hit a wall too. Punch the wall. Like that. <laughs> Just to let you know, like, just yeah. I don't want to call a man stupid, but I know there's a lot of things that uh, that you can punch that will fill it. The wall ain't one of them. I think in his defense, he thought it was it wasn't an actual wall. Mm. But either way, listen, I'm not kicking or punching nothing. Okay, that either way, they can't you know fill it. Just mm. well, let's keep this thing moving and shaking. I know he feels dumb as fuck. Right, sitting there. Hand broke. Just, did y'all ever have a teammate that did something? Because you know like it was that? over something stupid too, yeah. like a misplay. Someone I think scored he, he on him. He had two fouls in the first half. Yeah, two fouls out. in the first half. Want to punch yourself? Now you out for the fucking team. Yeah, do it for three. Yeah. You can't do it for two fouls. God damn. Have y'all ever seen a teammate of yours do something like that? That's stupid. No. No, no, no. I had listen. I had a lot of stupid teammates. All right. <laughs> I, had a lot of, I had a lot of stupid teammates. Right? They did some shit. They did some dumb shit. Okay. 
Right? On that level? Usually it would say, hey, man, can I get the ball? It's just dumbass. That's just some dumbass shit you're just asking for. Can you get the ball? No. Rebound. <laughs> All right, so let's take it out to South Beach, take our talents out that way. Udonis Haslam went out with the bang in his last regular season game, capping off his 20th season with the Heat. UD dropped 24, hit three three-pointers in a win over the Magic. It was just his seventh game of the season, though, so he's been big chilling, getting a check, been doing it for a minute now. His role has diminished in recent years, but the team has kept him around because of the, the, his value as a veteran presence. He's 42, turns 43 in June, so they won't go to the finals, but if that man was 43 doing this stuff. That'd be wild, but is Udonis Haslam one of the last of the old school style enforcers? Um, the last? One of the last. I'm not going to say. There's a few lingering, but when we think about our heyday, you had dudes out there who was ready to throw hands. Still out there. I mean, you still have like Draymond Green type, but you know, the, the, the thing that I loved about uh, UD was he protected his stars. But I, I used to argue with our bigs. Like, you see what? Look, we just hit Dwayne Wade. And you see what he did to me. Mm -hmm. Like, you fouled Dwayne Wade, he chucked the hell out of me. Mm -hmm. Right? Can we do the, like, you know, so he, he used to set an example. If you hit Dwayne Wade, you hit LeBron, you hit anybody that's on this team, I'm coming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all know that part of it, but nobody knows, like, the reason he's still on that team and been on this team for, you know, five, six years when, you know, his, his, uh, his talents decline was them two championships that LeBron got there. You have to credit him for it because he's the one who took the pay cut mm. to make it happen. People don't realize he took the pay cut. Um, Milwaukee offered him 33 million. Milwaukee offered him 33 million when LeBron was up and they were trying to make that big decision. Yeah. UD was offered $33 million to go to Milwaukee. He turned it down and said, sign them. Whatever's left over, I'll sign. Right? So this, yeah. this is Miami, and you got to credit, you know, Mickey for this too. This is him crediting him back yeah. that sacrifice he did, which is, you know, which is unbelievable because, you know, you know, there's not a lot of owners out there that will hold up their, their end of the bargain. And look how it played out for him. Mm -hmm. Like at the end, like for him, like overall. Yeah. Um, and when you say like the last of last of his kind, I would have to go with probably um, Andre Iguodala. Mm -hmm. He's still in the league too, so they'll, they'll probably be like the last two. Draymond will be in there. Um, a guy like probably like Pat Bev, mm -hmm. you know, that has that you know aggression. Um, you know, those will probably be like the last of those type of guys. And after that, it's just young. Mm -hmm. like the league is young after that, so it's going to be interesting to see who are those next guys like a Udonis Haslam to come in and help these young guys really, you know. Um, you know, just mentoring them mm -hmm. and, you know, just be that big brother that they need. And do you look at Pat Bev as a more of a enforcer type or more just, more just like a nice vet to bring guys under their wing and kind of show them, show them the game? I mean, I think enforcer. I think his aggression rings enforcer. Um, depends on how he is in the locker room. But I think he has that, though. Like, he has that type of aggression. But do, do yeah. guys take him seriously? I would say, like, Pat Bev John at you. I think it's no, more just it's, like a... No, I mean, because he's a guard. You know, a guard enforcer is basically just protecting himself. You know, when you have a big man enforcer, he can put that fear into other big men. So when you drive in the lane, those big men are thinking twice about really, you know, trying to hurt you. You know, because, you know, at, at some point, you know, a guy who's really going in there and, you know, you're feeling that pain. Oh, no, no, we have Steven Adams. Right? Okay. You can't okay. hit his best player. Yeah. You hit John Morant, you got to deal with that man, okay. right? That's that was you. You you hit John Morant. Yeah. Thinking you it's sweet in there, you got to deal with you know. And those those what makes the star players really really get their confidence. No Lopez. There's somebody that has my back. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that uh, Udonis has them had that offer from the Bucks. Said fuck it, I'm gonna stay in Miami. Look, I love Milwaukee. Uh, definitely would like some final tickets, but I'm not really leaving South Beach to go to Milwaukee, no, to disrespect to the city. It was 33 million versus the 12? At that time. South <laughs> Beach, though. Yeah, at that 33? Point. 12. Beach. Things in the stadium. I know, I know, but, but that's what I'm saying. I'm accustomed it, it's, to. It's, no, I, yeah. But the question for you, do, do you think we'll ever see that kind of two-way loyalty to from a franchise again? Seems like nowadays, everybody's bag-driven. Like, obviously, Damon stayed loyal to the Blazers, but... Also got the max contract. Brad Bill stayed loyal to the Wizards. He's getting a big bag. You know, I remember Tim Duncan cutting down some of his bread when he was with the Spurs to still try to field a competitive team. 
But for the most part, it seems the guys like fuck, fuck the franchise. I need my bag. So it it, it all depends on the owner. I mean, Mickey's still going to be an owner. Uh, Cuban's still going to be an owner. So you know, um, as long you know those owners um, have a rapport with players. So it's you know I don't think you know Mark Cuban's going to screw over Luca. <laughs> You know, at any any point in time, so um, it's, it's usually what that owner and that player, what kind of chemistry they have together. So you had a similar situation with the Wizards, right? Mm-hmm. Could have got a bigger bag. No, no I got offered. You know, I got they they, they uh, the general manager. You know, did his job. You know, I'm hurt. Didn't play that year. Offered me 88 million for the five years. Um, the next day, the owner called me and basically said, "Listen." We can <laughs> we can get rid of him if you want me to, um, <laughs> which I thought about and I just playing. Uh, but he was like, "Listen, the max is yours," you know, which was a uh, six-year, one twenty-five, and he says, uh, "You know, it's yours. This your team. Do what you want with it." You know, so I basically was waiting for Antoine because I know Antoine. Me and Antoine was up at the same time, so I was trying to figure out how much money did Antoine need to stay because Philly was looking for that power forward guy, so. Um, they were looking at him and Elton Brand. Um, so I needed to leave money on the table for Antoine, too. Did Antoine send you a fruit basket? A no, Antoine you? signed before I even signed. So why don't you take more of the bread then? Not because we got players coming up. You know, Deshaun Stevenson, all these players is coming up. So, you know. Were those guys appreciative of your generosity? At the time, no. I mean, listen, we don't... We don't think about it like that because we think, you know, you're, you're the owner. You got infinity money, which you do, and uh, you need to give it to us, <laughs> which you should, right? And that's how we, we think. We don't think about the salary cap and all that bullshit. You know, we just like, this is what I'm worth. Give it to me. Okay. Right? I think I never fought a guy like Dame or Bill or any of these guys. Get your bag. You make these franchises a ton of money. I think we've seen recently with Draymond in the CBA, uh, Warriors were like $500 million team when he came. Him, Steph, Clay obviously led to that squad being worth $7, $8 billion now. So they're not hurting for bread. Obviously, the confines and constraints of the salary cap is an issue, but that's y'all problem. Mm-hmm. I need my bread. Yeah. But we talk about Udonis Haslam, certified real one, and I feel like a dude most wouldn't want to trifle with, which raises an even bigger question. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of NBA dudes you would never want to smoke with? Kenny Martin, Jermaine O'Neal, Oakley, Chris Mills. <laughs> uh, uh, I've heard uh, was it James Johnson? Yeah, I heard he whoops yeah, ass. Boxer yeah, away. But you know, but yeah. I wouldn't you know, be af- like I wouldn't be afraid of him because if he's been through training, then he's more calm and collected. So it really has to take a lot to push him. Yeah, he's very calm. Yeah, so he's, he's very, very one calm. of those very yeah. calm ones. So you know, I can Nick pick him yeah. to the point where it's like oh, I ain't got to worry about it. Uh, Who else? Who's who, who's a loose cannon? Stackhouse. Did I say Stackhouse? You didn't say Stackhouse. Stack fucking Stackhouse. Okay. Jerry. <laughs> Stackhouse. <laughs> and when you look at, at the current, <laughs> you know, and when I put him in front, number one, mm. then Charles Oakley. Oh, you played with Stack. Yes. What's the wildest thing you saw Stack do? The wildest shit I ever. Oh. <laughs> That you feel safe sharing? We was playing. We was playing pickup. It was pickup in the summer. Okay. Right. And uh, we was playing pickup. Like all the stars were there. And he's he's posting up. And um, because he's a big body dude, fouled him. Right. Check up. Bring it back. Fouled him again. Check up. Third time. Fouled him again. Check up. Jerry didn't Jerry say nothing. Just check it up. This time, Jerry posted up. The dude stole it. Right. Clean steal. Jerry calls foul. And it was like, nah, this wasn't no foul. Nah, hell no. Nah. He's like, you just ain't gonna foul me three times in a row and then get the ball back. Nah, nah, nah. Play defense regular. Check up. Yeah. Right? So do, 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 do. So they just going back and forth. Dude was like, well, all right, come on in. Meet me outside. Outside? Meet me right here. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me right here so we can just like, whoop your ass and we can just finish this game. I was like, oh no. You're <laughs> not piss him off. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Did you have any issues with, with Hell yourself? No. I ain't stupid. Okay, good. Just make it short. No. You gave him your cornbread? Facts. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I want, I, another cornbread, guy check, everything. We look at like UD and that enforced time. What about a guy like Zebo? I feel like. 
So I played with Z. <laughs> Look like Eddie Winslow. I played with Zebo, right? So we're, we're, in, we're uh, in the playoffs and we're playing against uh, Clippers, right? So, you know, Zebo's like he's a big teddy bear, though, mm -hmm. right? So he has that real aggression, but he knows how to just keep it calm, okay. right? Which is weird because it's hard to read him. Like, you, you just never know. So they're fouling in the playoffs. And he said, hey, y'all better stop fouling around here. This is about to get uh, real nasty. So he pump fakes, and then someone fouls him, which was Matt Barnes. He didn't know. He turned around, was getting ready to put his hand around his neck. He said, oh, my bad, Matt. I thought you was that bitch-ass Blake Griffin. I was about to choke the shit out you. I was like, damn. But it was somebody else. I thought you was Blake Griffin. I was like, damn. Crazy. Crazy, man. So, Brandon, when you look at your, your Mount Rushmore, a guy you don't want to smoke with, who would you put on there? That, uh, Steven Jackson, Ron Artez, mm -hmm. uh, Jerry Stackhouse is who I played with. Um, and Larry Sanders. Mm. Larry Sanders. Larry Sanders. Because you just never knew. <laughs> like, they just never knew. And, and Larry's my guy, too. Like, I, you know, I fuck with Larry. Larry be good. Um, but he was just like, you know, he's one of those, like, you know, all right. Like, yeah, yeah. All, right, all right. Like, you say one wrong thing, he's just going to pop off on you. So he was, yeah, he was one. You got to get, get him on the, the medication, the, that medicinal, <laughs> make sure things is all right. It comes from the earth. It's for all of us. All right, so let's talk about this heat. Playoff game tonight, 7-8 game against the Hawks. Who y'all got winning that game? I got the Heat. I think the Heat would take care of that. Um, yeah. I mean, I just think they're the better team overall. Um, I know what they've been going through up and down, but I think they'll be able to get the seventh spot easy. Yeah, Jimmy, it's, it's, it's playoff time, and Jimmy yeah. Butler in the playoffs is damn near top three player in the NBA. Like, it, when, when you're talking about <laughs> – regular season versus what you get in Jimmy Butler in, in the playoffs is really two different fucking people. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jimmy going to have 35 to 40 tonight. It's, that's, just, that's just Jimmy in the playoffs. So you mentioned Jimmy. I want to talk about something that he had said earlier in the season, basically essentially that he doesn't even try until after the All-Star break. Now, you look at his numbers pre-All-Star break versus post-All-Star break, definitely improved. He was, he was still trying before, but just that fact, do, do you notice that's a trend in a lot of guys? And like when you get in the league long enough, when do you actually start giving a fuck about the season and getting ready for the playoffs? You, 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 you always give a fuck. It's not, when, we, when you said take it serious, it's more of mentally, right? It's more the mental, I'm gonna, I got a hyper focus, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, if I'm going to clubs, you know, throughout the year, this is when I'm toning it down going to bed early, might change my diet a little bit, um, watch more film. That, that's really what it means. Not like I'm going out there, this is just boring-ass yeah. yeah, basketball well, game. Yeah. You can look at the numbers and see he was. He yeah, was yeah. It's, it's more like I'm, I need to focus and tune in and get ready for the, the, the meat of the season. Brent, how about yourself? Um, yeah, I would say, well, I mean, I was always fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you just got to take it, yeah, like you said, just change your diet, um, watch more film. Um, towards, like, the, the later of the year, though, mm -hmm. like, like, I think, like, the, the first month, everybody's trying to fill each other out. Then it's, like, you play hard around that, that uh, the All-Star weekend, mm -hmm. and then you kind of, like, take a break a little bit, and then it's, like, that last couple, like, like months or whatever, yep. like, you just turn it up a little bit. So it's, like, you kind of just kind of pace yourself. I mean, with Jimmy now, he's probably just pacing himself. Mm -hmm. Like, he gets it, and then he just... You know, towards the end, towards the second half of the season, he just turns up. And let's talk about the Hawks a little bit. A uh, report came out recently uh, that Trey Young has been named to potential trades. Uh, this isn't anything new, per se. I think it was another report in March uh, that said something similar. But when you look at Trey Young, that, you know, the Hawks thinking about trading him. Good decision, bad decision. <laughs> It's tough because he is the face of the Hawks. Um, he's their main guy. He's who they come to see. Um, I'm pretty sure the way he... It looks like the way he carries himself. You're talking about an ultra-confident player, right? So that means 
he's going to talk shit all day, right? And, you know, if you, if you don't have the, <laughs> if you don't have the, the, the security of a player like him, he will turn people the wrong way. Mm. Um, and, you know, like I, I look at a player like him as like, you know, you, you talking shit just empowers me. You make me want to get better because I don't want you to talk shit no more. So I got to figure out a way to shut you up with skill, not punching on someone. That's, you know, that's what, you know, insecure men do. <laughs> yeah. um, Insecurity is always loud. Yeah. So, you know, what, what ends up, ha- <laughs> so what ends up, what, what ends up happening is, you know, if nobody wants to step up to the challenge, it's like, we'll, we'll rather, we'll rather have them gone than, you know, um, it seems easier to trade one player than trade the whole team. Yeah. And I mean, and it's like, well, what else are you guys bringing in here, mm-hmm. too? Like, how many years am I going to waste, Trey Young? Um, like you said, he is a lot, you know, he's loud. His game is loud. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, can Atlanta put the pieces around him, too? Like, and get, and get him the right pieces and coaching and everything. Didn't him and his coach got into it or something? Yeah, him like, and Nate McMillan got into so, it. Nate got booted. You know, Snyder. like, maybe it's time to boot everybody else, you know? Instead of him, um, but it's a tough decision. You know, it's a tough decision as, as a franchise. Yeah, um, it's it's real. It's it, it is tough, but it's not. It's like what he's on his fourth year. This is fourth, fourth year, year, right? Let me, let me, year. Him, Luca. Check the internet. They're all yeah. the same year, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Him, Luca, Aiton. So they must. He must have just got paid last summer. Yeah, he just got a bag. Yeah, he just got a bag last yeah, summer. Yeah, like so. right? At the end of the day, as the Hawks, you look stupid. I mean, you just look this stupid. This was fifth year. Yeah, so this is fifth year. So, fifth year, yeah. So he just got paid. So, you know. Around the seventh year. That's what I said. It's, yeah, like, I, it's, I, like, I, it's like too early. Like the, the player, year 250. The player yeah. hasn't really developed into what he, what he really is. 215, So he got that five-year 215 yeah. bag from him. But you look, at, you look at Trey, you look at Luka. Obviously traded for each other. Both seem like to be having issues with their teams after previous success. Who would be more likely to not be on that team? Trey on the Hawks or Luca on the Mavs? Who's going Trey, first? Trey would be Trey. going first. Yeah, yeah Trey. Yeah, Trey. like. But um, if you Luca and you've Luke, seen what the, the Mavs have put around you, two Luke, more years. I, I get the Mavs two Luke, more years. Luke, but Luca, like you're talking about, you're talking about an owner who really dedicates to the player he likes, just like he did with Dirk. Yeah. I'm gonna figure it out. Don't worry. And you know, as long as you have that backing from the guy who writes the check. You're, you're, you're satisfied. Yeah, you're golden. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're you know golden. what I mean. Yeah, you're golden. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Trey Young got that type of relationship with his owner. Yeah, like, see, I mean, we, we've seen, and that's the stuff too. I want to ask y'all about because from the outside looking in, we see leaks, we see reports, even with this this Timberwolves stuff. Stuff gets reported. You have Woj giving a pretty much verbatim account, allegedly, of the situation. Like when stuff leaks from an organization, or whether it's the team side or whatever. I remember watching The Last Dance, everybody thought Horace Grant was the one who was supplying uh, you know, local media with, with information about behind the scenes stuff. What does that do to who you Who was guys? it? What? Who was it? What? You said it was allegedly. Allegedly. So no one found out who it was? Well, The Last Dance was propaganda. Mm-hmm. MJ was controlled. You know, some, some may say Joe Busher has something to do with it. Okay. Arizona, you know, not reliable. Arizonans. Sneaky, but just just to say, like as a player like Trey, we heard about that whole Nate situation, and somebody's going to the media and saying this stuff. So what does that do to a locker room when you get involved and hear your name thrown around, or you reading the paper and it said Gil did this, that, or whatever, and that shit's not true? So what what it what it what it actually does in real life when when it says um, was it sources say, yeah, right? Sources say you know this person is you know bad for the team. Everybody's a suspect. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's a suspect at that point, right? Like everyone's gonna get this guillotine, right? Everyone, no one getting the ball. I, I don't give a fuck who it is. I, I don't, we can shake hands. I, I don't know. I, whoever said it, just be a man and say it. Like I used to go reporters. Listen, fuck all that sources say, right? Who said it? Who? who which one of these little motherfuckers said it? I think I um. You know, they're going to tell me because I'm going to put the pressure on them. So it's like I never, I, I, that's one thing I do despise about media, that you get the hide behind sources say, because, because no one has to tell you shit, right? We don't know if sources is telling Woj anything. It can just be what he wants to say, and he uses sources say to not be accountable for the things he's writing. 
So I'm like, oh, sources say, you know, uh, you know, they're doing a lot of uh, this and that in the locker room. And it's just me saying that shit. You know, no one can, yes, you, you, should, you, should be able, you, you, you shouldn't be able to hide behind sources say. It should be an actual source. Source, yeah. It should be a person's name so that person can say, wait, hold on, I didn't say that shit. Right, right. right? But sources say, you just made that shit up and you just used the sources say. I mean, it seems like, you know, when I grew up, I think we all grew up, used to read the paper and we would take a lot of that shit as facts. Oh, it's in the paper. Mm-hmm. How, how could it not be true? As you're getting older, you realize allegiances. You know, you got certain journalists that are signed to certain agencies that also represent players. So mm-hmm. the way things are framed, even, you know, Woj had a, an interesting tweet the other day about the Go Bear situation and just how it was explained that, that, that some call it a generational PR move. So how hard is it for you guys as players to navigate that landscape? And I know, Brandon, you had your own issue with the media when you were playing, doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Where they're not taking this shit and essentially fucking with your bag and fucking with your ability to feed your family. I, I, listen, I don't really believe in um, the media can um, mess up your bag, right? Your production is all someone really gives a fuck about. Like, you're talking about an owner. Like, this is not the fans themselves. This is an owner, right? So when he looks at the numbers and says, hey, you know, you're average, you know, 35 and... 14, and you say, I want the max. And you're like, well, this article said. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's, that. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith said. I'll be fucking with that man. So, you know, so it's, it's really about your production on the court. Now, does sometimes what people say about you affect your ability to play? Yes. Right? You know, that's why you just stop fucking reading shit. Right? Have tough skin. Like, everything can't be said good about you. There's going to have to be some negative. So yeah. you have to realize the, the, the understanding of what print is. If you can't handle print, then, you know, get off social media. Get, get yeah. off of it because, you know, there's some ruthless motherfuckers out there. And I know I'm one of them. Yeah. yeah. And it just depends on how you play into it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, what to answer back to. Um, you know, sometimes they're testing you. Sometimes they're just throwing out things just to see how you're going to respond. So... Um, yeah, like you said, like, I don't think the media can mess up your bag. It is your production. Um, it is about how you carry yourself on the court and what they're paying you for it to do. Mm-hmm. They're paying you to play basketball, so that's what, that's what you need to you know, be worried about more than anything. The media is just there for extra. It's just to, just to, like, you know, just to throw things at you. Mm-hmm. So last question on this one, I think, but here's the problem now. A lot of the same media, as we've seen, they get to pick postseason awards, all-NBA teams, defensive player of the year teams, which are now directly tied into, you know, contracts. So how much is that, you know what I mean? It, it seems like you look at a guy like Ja, Ja very well may have cost himself an all-NBA team now that he deserves because of situations that were all alleged to this point. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you, when you put it like that, yes, now you're talking about a different element that's been put into it where you're talking about extra money being put on certain things. Well... I don't know why the Player Association um, agreed to that because it's now in the owner's best interest. Yeah. Because <laughs> let's say I'm, I'm Houston Rockets, right? But I have a player who's balling his ass off, right? And if he makes an all-NBA team and it's going to cost me an extra $50 to $100 million, I'd rather just spend a million dollars on everyone who's voting to not vote against that. The, the, don't vote him in. Here's 200,000, here's 200,000, who's to, don't vote him in. I, I don't want to spend, I, like, I will spend the money not to have this player voted in. That's what you set yourself up for. See, that's where I, I, I think about shit like that. Okay. Right? I think about the worst possible outcome. And that's the worst possible outcome where if I have a certain player on my team and that, that he makes a team and it goes up $100 million, no. <laughs> no, I'm paying, I'm paying these reporters don't vote, don't vote, don't vote, don't do it. They're gonna turn down hundred thousand? Fuck no. That's real. Broke ass reporters ain't turned down shit. <laughs> That's right? That's yeah, but yeah. but you see yeah, what yeah, the capability yeah. of 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 what, what someone's capable of doing. That's why I say I don't I don't like the idea of incentives. Fucking incentives. Just give me my fucking money. Right? You know, 10 extra rebounds. Oh, fuck you in that. All right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When this five years is up, I'll see the next contract. We can talk, you know, we, we do that. But, right. you know, if you owe me, if, I, if I'm worth 127, I want 127. I don't want 127 million in the sentence because I can't control that outcome. Right. You guys are in right. control of that now. Mm. 
That's real talk. And just real quick, want to thank everybody who's watching. We're live on Gills Arena. It's our first live show. We appreciate the more than 3,000 of you that are plugged in right now. We're going live all the way through the NBA Finals, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. And as you know, we got that smoke for no, you. No, no, no. Fuck all that smoke shit. Hey. <laughs> what I do? How, how do you know it's 3,000 people? They're on the feed. They're in my ear telling me. 3,600. 3,600 right now. Call your friends. Make it 3,700. And this is what we'll do. Hold if, on. Hold on, audience. Just, y'all, hold on. Uh-oh. So, so y'all give me an earpiece, but y'all don't tell me shit. <laughs> So I just got this fucking earpiece in here. I just, this shit don't do, work. Do you got the audio on? <laughs> oh, maybe I do. I don't have the audio on. My bad is, is I don't have the audio on. <laughs> so, okay, let's do it. Fuck it up, up. Yeah. But just to remind y'all, we're live all the way through the NBA Finals, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, 11.30 a.m., 2.30 p.m. And as a special gift to you guys, for y'all who are live right now, you can't tell nobody else, if you go to Underdog Fantasy, you download that app, you sign up using promo code Gills Arena. They will match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. Mm. You put a hundred in, you get an extra hundred. That's two hundred dollars that you got to try and win some bread with this mm. underdog fantasy. So go ahead and do it. It's a part of our job. The more y'all to do it, when they come back with those numbers, they say we got this many signups. That means we get to keep the show going. Yes, yes. And you might as well cancel your cable subscriptions because we free on YouTube. We for <laughs> the people. Y'all see the shit that they putting out. We not wearing suits. Nah, I'm not wearing no fucking Hairline's suit. still intact for the most part. I got gray hair. That's why I wear the hat. We got intact hairlines. <laughs> I'm not wearing no suit to talk yeah, sports. We know. What the fuck? Oh, goof-ass people out there wearing suits to talk sports. And quick before we move on, this is some shit that's always bothered me. Why do coaches wear suits to coach basketball games? That shit has never made sense to me. Because they think it makes them look more professional, right? It's like, it's, it's like a, a rapper who's talking about killing all day, and then he get in court, and then he got the glasses on and the suit. <laughs> no, he's got the glasses on. I just listened to your album. Come in here, goddammit. That shit don't make no sense. So it's one of those things where I never believe. Like, listen, you do look good up there. Right? Yeah. But just because you got on a three-piece suit don't make your fucking facts facts. Yeah, exactly. Okay? All right. And either you can tell yeah. sports yeah. or you can't. That's and we, just... And we and, still get our ass beat. All right? Because, <laughs> hey, you got to remember. There it is! You got to remember. The mob, Italian mob back in the day, only wore suits. Mm. The bad guys had better suits than the lawyers. Just want to know. That's so right. really did. Mm. And it's loosened up, obviously, since the bubble. You see guys like Darvin Ham, he, he yeah. know, he coming in straight. No, so I think they like got, no, they the got rid of the suits. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, 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 um, what they wore during the bubble, they, that was part of like, w- how we dressed in the bubble, comfortable, that's what we want to wear. So now they, they all cool. sweatsuits and yeah. shit. And I feel the same way about sports shows. I don't want to see grown-ass men in suits. I need to see you rocking your normal fits. Come through rocking the Adidas, mm-hmm. the tough crowd. I got the Bayou Barbie for Angel Reese supporting NIL. Shout out to Angel. Okay. Okay. But let's, let's keep this thing moving. We're going to talk about... That, cash me outside? Huh? Is that Cash Me Outside? Who? Angel Reese? Oh, that's oh oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. LSU legend. Yeah. LSU. Oh, I didn't know that. That's her nickname. National champion. Yeah. Bayou Barbie. Okay. Oh, Bayou Barbie. Yeah. Not hey, what was it? What was it? Bad? What's her name? Bad, bad that, Bunny. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm, yeah. I'm like, damn. Okay. Bad Bar. Bad Bunny. <laughs> no, Bad Bunny's the legend. <laughs> bad Barbie. <laughs> Woo, boy, you done for way off. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, you must be hurting out there. <laughs> now, now the Cash Me Outside. <laughs> Catch me outside, Alfie. God damn, boy. You just do anything. Yeah. But our, our, our last thing we're talking about Hibachi time. Got to talk about Giannis. Mm-hmm. May not win his third MVP. Oh, Bad Baby was what it was. Okay, See? Right. I'm washed. I'm, I just turned 41. I'm old. Uh, I had a good life. Now it's Baby Shark and T-Ball. <laughs> Facts. So, yeah, Giannis may not win his third EV, MVP this season, but he still makes some history. First player ever to average 30-plus points, 10-plus rebounds, 5-plus assists on 55 plus percent field goal. So Giannis uh, did an interview recently, had this to say about the MVP. I'm not going to do the Giannis voice. I'm tapped out. It's going to sound too much like the... Uh, <laughs> French one? <laughs> it's going to sound too much go bearish. But uh, Giannis said, I believe the last five years I've been the MVP. Do I want a third MVP? Hell fucking yeah, I want a third one. I'm extremely competitive. I try to make my team successful. That's what I get paid for. That's what I'm here for. I'm never going to be one who discredits anybody else's work. That's not who I am as a person. And I will never beg for an MVP award that I believe I deserve. I'm very proud that I'm able to play at an MVP level because that means I'm making my team very successful. That's the goal. 
So a question I have for you guys. Giannis has seemed like kind of the odd man out in this whole MVP race talk, despite the Bucks being the number one team in the league. It's been all Joker. It's been all Embiid. Sixers third, respect. Nuggets first in the West, kind of faltered off towards the end. I think Joker got annoyed with this whole MVP talk. But let's talk Giannis. What more does Giannis need to do to win another MVP? It, it's, it's weird because, you know, what he's speaking is facts. Right. You know, when you, when you take the, the last five years and you just crunch the numbers, he could have had five championships, right? And when you talk about when Jordan played, you know, and you said the best player on the planet, how could anybody have won an MVP while he played, yeah. right? So it, it's, it's the, the metrics that they're doing in trying to figure out how to get someone to be a champion when, you know, if this is the best player in the league, his, his team is number one, and that's what they have done every year, just because somebody was fifth and then they got the second don't mean they're having an MVP year. You know, so it's really the, the math that they're using, which, you know, some years they just get it wrong and it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Well, it seems like there's no actual criteria. It's just whatever mm -hmm. we feel like making yeah. up this particular point. It used to be winning. Joker won one with the Nuggets of the 60. We'll look at the rest of his team. <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, we can look at a lot of guys with a lot of teams. Yeah, I mean, if I'm honest, I'll just worry about just trying to win, it, win a championship in the MVP finals. I mean, the MVP thing is, like you said, they're trying to find ways to give it to guys. Um, I mean, when I was in the league, you had to be number one to win MVP. So, and that's just what it was. So, I mean, but he's, I mean, I feel like he's done everything he's, he can do. I mean, you know, his, Drew Holiday's gotten better. Bobby Portis has gotten better. I mean, they have the best record in the NBA. They started off the season 11 and 0. Um, so, I mean, I think the focus is just trying to win a championship. I mean, let the MVP is going to be what it is. I mean, you know, we all definitely agree, but, you know, you can't, you can't control things like that. My, my thing was always this with the MVP, right? It, it is most valuable player, right, in the NBA. Yeah. So now you have to really see from this year's crop who is the most valuable player in the NBA, not who is the most valuable player on the best team, right? So... You know, when we say the most valuable player, you know, you still got the same basically three guys. Now, who's better between, who's had a better impactful year, who's been dominant the whole year between Giannis and Embiid at this point? And that's really the, the, the biggest question. Well, right? if you trade those two, so say you put Giannis on, Giannis on the Sixers. And Sixers be on, number one. Okay, and then if you take, you know, Denver, I mean, if you take Giannis off the, Milwaukee and put him on Denver, does Denver have a better chance of winning a championship? No. Not at all. They don't even get close. Milwaukee? No, no, Denver. Denver. If Denver has a better chance. If goes to Denver. If Giannis Denver. goes to Denver, I don't. Because what Denver needs is not the Giannis style. Philly needs that type of guy who's going to go balls to the walls mm -hmm. every fucking play. And they can, you know, those, those, some of those players that have a little laziness in them, yeah. he's going to end you know, make them play better. Um, you know, so it's just who's, it's, it's really who's the most important player in the NBA. That's what the award is, right? Yeah. right? I don't yeah. give a fuck where your team is ranked this, who is the most valuable. If a guy was on, you know, the, this, the, 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 their, their last, but he's averaging 38, that's the most valuable player because at the end of the day, his team sucked, but he averaged 38. And he averaged 38 going against five players, which means you only have to stop him, yeah. right? So that means you're going to triple team him. He's going to get the most triple teams, the most double teams. You're going to – every game plan is for him, right? He has to play every single game 100 miles an hour just to do that, just to try to give himself a chance to win. So, you know, I look at the game different. The better your team is, the less you have to work because you have better – Better player. So I look at it a little different. You know, it's, you know, it's situational. But I guess to play devil's advocate, if you're on that good team, you have more guys who can go out there and do it, and you're still getting those, that level of numbers. I know it may be easier to do it, but you still got to go out there and do it. Yeah. You know, to an extent. Yeah. It depends. That's what I said. It has to be someone that's out of this world. Like when Kobe won his, there was, or when Kobe lost his, like, you're like, it's like, yo, do you see this team? 
<laughs> you see what he had to do? Do you see the defense that he had to go through to average what he had to average? You know, that was the yeah. upsetting part about it. Okay, so you can, oh, you can also put, okay, so what if Dame? All right, so say Dame go to another team, Bradley Bill, and they've been putting up big numbers and... Like, what is like so let's say so what if they can't do that same thing on a good team no what I'm saying is so let's say Dame goes to say Dame goes to Denver or or Philly next year okay let's say he goes to let's well because they already have a star let's put him on let's, let's put him on Miami right let's put him on Miami he becomes a number one guy right and he averages you know 23 points a game right and they're number one in the east is he the MVP? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Why not? Because he's not playing at an MVP level. He's just on a better team that he can put. You know, that's the thing. So like, he'd have to go to that team and still put up similar numbers of what he's putting up on. But the he players. won't because there's a better team around him where he don't have to go full. But board. I think he can still put up those numbers on that team. They'll just score faster. Man, that's what I, it's one of those okay. things where I have to see it. Okay. You know what I mean? It has to make sense. But like I said, if he averages, go to his average of 23, right, where he's been averaging 30 and 29, and it's like, well, this is not an MVP. I mean, well, he's the best point. Yeah. Okay, well, he'll be the best point guard in the East. I mean, in the East, at least. Because Is it because of what he's doing or is it because of the wins? See, you see how the wins and heightens. See, but I think it's your mindset, too. I think if you can – but, like, I think if Giannis goes to – like Denver, if he goes to Philly, like nothing changes. Nothing changes. Like nothing. So, <laughs> so that's the effect, like as a player, like like nothing should change. Like so, if you're averaging 38 on on Orlando, and then say you get on a team like you said, like like Miami, you should be able to do the same thing. Yeah. No. When you when you okay, so like if we took Giannis and put him with like Kevin Durant or put him with you know LeBron or Luca. He's not going to be 31, and he might be like 27 and 14. You know, his number's going to drop because there's more options now. Um, so it, all de- it, it just all, depends. Yeah, I, it all yeah. depends. Yeah, I guess it's just who you are. So let's talk about, uh, you know, Boogie Cousins made an appearance on KG Certified on Showtime Basketball. We're talking about Joker and basically essentially saying some things about Joker and where he would fall in the history of basketball if he actually did three-peat his MVP. I'm not okay with it being three MVPs in a row because it then becomes a conversation of, is this the best basketball player to ever touch a basketball? And I think we can all agree on that and say it's not. Mm. Not saying he can't be, not saying he doesn't deserve more down the road, Mm. but at this stage in his career, I'm not okay with saying that. Mm. He hasn't won anything. he hasn't been to a final. Like, it's, it's a lot of things still in play for that. Wow. So that's my only concern. It, and now this is, we're in the conversation. He's, at this point, he's the best center of all time. But he's going With in three a, in a row? Yeah, three in a row. Can he dominate? We're putting him over the likes of Shaquille O'Neal, Hakeem Olajuwon, Tim Duncan. <laughs> and it's just like, Will Chamberlain's. Like, that's a, that's a tough conversation to have. Who's saying that? So, the boogie saying it, but the question for y'all. Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain. Oh, I thought you were saying, is he on drugs? I was just going to say probably. Uh, but you have a real question? Okay, go. So, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, Larry Bird are the only players in the NBA history to win three straight MVPs. But none of them are regularly mentioned in the GOAT debate for whatever reason. It, 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 listen, like, <laughs> it's a dumb argument because um, MVP is regular season awards. Yeah. Right, so really, so everyone who's won this award, it has nothing to do with the end result. Um, Steve Nash won two back to back, and no one has put him in the top five point guards ever. Right, it's one of those things that you know, it's just situational during the season. His, if his team was great during regular season, that's how he got that award. Um, usually, you know, the best player in the league usually has the best team that goes on to win it. That's usually, you know, how it worked. But, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be times if Joker did win it, no one, no one in the fucking NBA in the last three years has said Joker has been the best player, right? He just put himself in position to win those awards. Great team, great numbers, you know, consistency. That's, you know, what's been going on. So, you know, uh, Kobe has what, how many... MVPs. One. One? One MVP. 
one, and he's going to mm-hmm. be in this generation's always top five. So that, that shit he's saying has no merit. Yeah. So I'll start with you, Brandon. I want to ask you, how important are regular season MVPs in the GOAT debate? I mean, I guess it's just it's, it's good for your resume, yeah. but the end result is to get finals MVP and the championship. So, I mean, it's good to have, you know, if you want to, you know, have your pictures with your, just your MVPs <laughs> and nothing else, then that's fine. But that still doesn't put you at that level of those other guys, you know, that have, that have rings. Yeah. Like, you, you got to have a ring. Well, see, I mean, obviously, and this is a problem you deal with, with a lot of people. It's like, yo, would you rather have five MVPs or one finals MVP? Five MVPs, no chip. Or one finals MVP? Even yeah. a finals MVP, right? You can't, it doesn't really go to the best player every single time. So um, it's just who had that best, that best series. Yeah. You know, so um, but that it, can it, be given And one. it's just more bragging rights. Like, yeah. like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I went to the finals and I, and I was the guy. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like that. Like, you're going to feel like, well, I was at the top of my, you know, for, you know yeah. if, if you're not the best player. It's only like 11 voters, a part of the same media who votes on MVP. And as I've questioned before, I don't know if they actually really know what they're watching when they're watching these games. No, it's just, it's just one of those things. Like, let's just say we played in the finals, right? Um, up until the finals, I'm averaging 38 care in the team. I'm MVP league, all this. And then I'm, I'm shut down. They're focusing on me, and I got to delegate, right? I got to delegate, and, you know, the number two or number three option is balling his ass off. Yeah. And he wins finals MVP, yeah. right? Oh, I'm, I'm hot as shit. Right, um, of course, but does does that really say he's that like how you know what I mean? Yeah, how can yeah, he yeah. really bank his yeah. career on that award when you know it, it's delicated because of me, you know, sacrificing at the right time just to win the championship? Well, that's an interesting point. It's kind of similar, obviously, 2015 Warriors. Iggy gets the finals MVP for what he did to LeBron. LeBron was still putting up 30 some, whatever it was, but Steph probably had more value to that Warrior squad. Because of what he was doing offensively, he yeah, didn't but, get one vote. If I'm you know, not mistaken, who, who who picks that award anyway? The coach, right? No, nah, it's the media. A group of hand-picked media, and that's the being the shit that always bothers me. Because again, like I like to watch games at the crib, right? It just gives you more perspective. I get to see the game angle. You know, I am controlled and limited by whatever the director of that game is putting out there. But watching games actually in the arena, like what do you? You get too distracted. There's too much other shit going on. You can't really see. I don't get that tight camera on the bench. Like, you know, if I'm at that Timberwolves game, when Gobert brings Kyle Anderson, it's a good chance I don't see it depending on where I'm at. Mm-hmm. If I'm behind the hoop in the media section where they put it at, but I get four different camera angles of it. Now I can really digest what's going on. I think same, same for watching the game. But yeah, 11 hand-picked media members. Uh, you know, so when you look at that, and these are a lot of the same people who get to vote on MVP. For me, it's like, I respect these awards, obviously, just because you have to, but also like, who the fuck is voting on this? It's, shit? it's just, I guess, you know, most of the wars are just impact and, you know, um, you know, just like anything, you know, they've gotten some awards wrong, right? They've, we, we, we know that. Um, for, but for the most part, you know, you can't, you know, you can't get them all right. You know, there's going to always be, you know, you know, something that just, you, you're like, what, well, really? Really? But, you know, for the most part, they, they do get them right. Um, it's the criteria, um, you know, the impact of that series. Um, but when it comes to awards, right, and, you know, I know, you know, they love throwing, you know, especially when you come to Michael Jordan, right, when you go up there and you look at all, all of his awards, um, when, you know, like, everyone usually says, all right, Jordan's awards versus LeBron's awards, right? And we then, you know, they'd be like, all right, this is how many times he won, scoring titles and all of this, right? He's going to always have that over everyone because when you talk about being the great, no one ever throws in scoring titles, defensive titles, all of this. You always throw rings in. So <clears throat> mentally, if I'm chasing you know, the GOAT, I'm chasing his rings. I'm not chasing his... Scoring titles and defensive titles, because I can tell you this right now. When LeBron was going for scoring titles that, that one year, if someone would have told him, oh, to catch Jordan, you need nine of these scoring titles, who the fuck was going to stop him from doing it? Right? Yeah. Who was going to stop him? The only person that stopped LeBron was LeBron, because LeBron came into the NBA trying to win championships. 
He did not come into league trying to get scoring titles and all this because when KD won his, who was going to stop KD from winning the scoring title for the next three, four years? No one. You know, you, know you, put, you put the importance of winning championships so high that it, it, it kind of blindsided all the players to say, okay, you know, scoring titles I won it once. I don't need eight more. You know, I need to win these championships and try to get these championships so I can be in that, that, little, that, that Jordan, you know, that Jordan um, race. Yeah. You know, it's, that's what stands out. The scoring titles, y'all, that's just, that's just always added. That's like the blind side. Well, well hold on. You, you know, you got the rings, but you don't have nine scoring channels. Defensive player of the year. Well, Finals yeah. MVPs. I'm like, oh, you're like, oh, fuck. God, they should have told me that when my career started. God damn it. <laughs> you know, oh like, look, I'm LeBron. I'm 20 years in. If I knew for the first 10 years I could just have pointless stats, motherfucker, I would have got those. If you tell me, if you tell me right now, I'm LeBron James, and we can rewind LeBron back to his first year and say, you're going to have 20 years, and by the age of 38, 39, you will still be averaging about 28 points. Those first 10 years, Forget my team is going to be sorry as fuck. <laughs> it's going to be the 2017 Cavs, right? Just without Kyrie. <laughs> or just without like Kevin, it's going to be that team going for the next 10 years. Empty fucking stats. I'm trying to average 35 every fucking year. I might just lose the one year to Kobe Bryant because this team was worse. <laughs> but I, but I would have just went for the empty numbers knowing that I still got 10 years now to try to pull out six yeah, rings somehow. Well, spirited debate, as always. That's what you can expect on these live Gills Arena shows. We appreciate you, everybody who's still plugged in. We know we switched the times on y'all. Y'all still showed up, mm -hmm. showed out. The chat is buzzing right now. Great commentary. A lot of whack shit, too, to be expected. But now it's time for Mostly Fans. Hold on. And low-key, these motherfuckers, nah, my shit's up, y'all. They're not, <laughs> they're not talking to me either. Yeah, they, oh, okay, I'm just checking. I feel like right. the secret service. You know some though. secret shit that I don't know. I don't like that. <laughs> Wait, what y'all say? It sounds like y'all setting me up for the ends of some shit. That's what y'all really setting me up for. What y'all want me to do to him? See? He can't hear you. He can't hear you. No, okay. I can't. Uh, no, I'm going to get his ass. I got you. <laughs> so, question of the day. Obviously, NBA playoffs about to be underway. I'll start with you, Brandon. What's one thing you would change about the NBA playoffs? If it was one thing I would change about the NBA playoffs, I would go back to the first round being five games. Ooh. That five-game series. Whoa, whoa. It used to be three. Th three game? I was, when, well, when I was old enough, it was five. <laughs> it went know. three to five. Yeah, it went and then to well then, well then, yeah, let's go three, five, seven again. I don't, yeah, I think you should only be able to play seven games if you get to the finals. Everything else you got to... Five, three to five. Need that but, bread but you know, so that's why when some people say, like, you know, this is the only team, this is the only team that started off, you know, 0 and 3 and 1. Well, bitch, the, the half the, the fucking shit was three games and out. So there's no chance for anyone to come back if you have three game series or five game series. Like, I hate fucking sats like that because you don't tell the truth that it was, he didn't even know it was three, three, no. you know, uh, three. But, you know, for, you know, like Jordan's first exits was three games. Three, okay. You know, you know um, so. At least five. I like the five first round. Get it in and out. Serious? Two, two, one. Whoever Milwaukee play first round, that's done. Whoever play, like, certain these, some of these are done. Sometimes, man, you know, but sometimes, you know, after two games, it takes, it takes time for people to get the, the rhythm. Two games, and then we got to win one at home, and then try to get the next one. Five games, first round. Let's get it in and out. No time. You know you get you know you get paid like off of the extra games, right? So that's like yeah. I mean, no, I, I mean <laughs> no, no, yeah, there's two checks you don't get. So <laughs> NBA, NBA shifted the first round seven game series in 2003. So it's been 20 yeah. years of that. Likely revenue driven. Like, just 2003 has been seven games. Look, get that bread. They wanted that money, but I did enjoy back in the day, especially those '90s, those five game well, series, because those always, game fives would be. They're always saying like rocking. boat management and all this other stuff. So I'm just trying to figure out ways to where, you know, well, like listen, I. Because like all these I was, you know, because you know, playing in the playoffs, man. Like sometimes it takes a punch or two. <laughs> it takes a punch or two to really figure someone out mm -hmm. um, before you can really adjust. Um, so when you're talking about, you know, three games, five games, like 
you're talking about really being on your your yeah. your shit yeah. early. Yeah. I mean, we already then played each other what three or four times this year. Nah, that shit don't matter. That regular season shit don't. So let's get right to it. That five regular season, <laughs> five games first. Let's get it to it. Five like, that, games. like think about it. Like you know, you talking about Jimmy Butler's regular season versus playoffs. Yeah. Right, I played you three three games in the regular season, and I see you in playoffs, and you a whole other man. That's right. Said, yeah, different. Give me two games to figure that shit out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Not, but you know, <laughs> but um, no. I'm I'm one of those that like home court advantage is home court advantage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather say like, you know, if you if you're an AFC, you don't get no fucking home court. <laughs> like or or or. <laughs> Or play every game on the road. No, you play all or, seven. Yeah, that, was, that was listen. That was aggressive. Yeah. That, How about this one? <laughs> we don't go to the home until you win the game. Like so, it's like make it take it. Ooh. Ah. So okay. make it take okay. it. Right. Okay. Make it take it. If we win, we keep staying home until you, you beat win. us. Then we go. We go to yours. Well, I so think the, that's. But event. would you do it on the other side now? So say you have home court advantage. You the Bucks. You trick off game one. You got to go to their joint. You go to their and joint. play until you beat them. Yeah, until you beat them and to come back home. Make it, take it. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Now that puts some real, now Now that makes a motherfucker fan be a fan. <laughs> that makes fans real, like home, that means home court advantage is very important. Mm. Now you got to value that team. A team comes in there and whoops your ass and you might not come back here no more. It's over. <laughs> That's tough. real. Right, that's tough. That's you tough. Know. So I got one. Normally I just host and let y'all do it. But So we got NBA playing, right? Those games are Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. We got the NBA playoffs. We need the NBA wayoffs. Bottom four teams play for draft position. So they would start. You had an opening round games on Monday. It's a boring day. Like, you know what I mean? It's not shit going on. But opening round games are on Monday. Then the winners advance to the championship game, which would be on Thursday. Winners get the number one pick in the draft and their players get some type of bonus. Normally, I don't like to reward losing, but we're making them play extra games. Here's the extra bag. Wait, wait, so the, you take the four? Four worst teams in the league. Uh-huh. They got to know. You see them, obviously, from, from, from worst to whatever. So you have like a three-game round robin? Like three games? No, nah, so race? they just, it's final four. One versus four, two versus three. And then whoever wins, that gets the number one pick in the draft. The other three teams go back to the lottery. That's not bad. I can do that. That's not bad. That's, that's not bad. Okay. Janky like basketball. Bad. Janky basketball. No, like but janky basketball is better okay, than so no basketball. Because, okay. because what ends up happening is they I came t- with, up with that all by myself. Nobody helped me on this production <laughs> staff. Nobody told me anything. No, I'm just kidding. That's, I can't take no credit for that. But no, that, but that's that's a good one because what ends up happening is you go from tanking to now trying to figure out how to be a winner, just like that. Oh, yeah. that's clever. I like Who that. Who came up with that? Can't say. Okay, they need sworn to secrecy. Okay, Gills Arena good. production staff. All right, okay. So I came I up with it. You, I mean, I, I came up with that. <laughs> you pay our bills, so shit. <laughs> I came up with that, y'all. I wrote that, and I'm just playing. in the history books. It's gonna be that Gill said it, but that is our show for today. Like we appreciate y'all yeah, pulling I, I, up in I the like live chat. Yeah, all three rules. Adam, like I hope Adam Silver was listening. I know he'd be listening to these shows. <laughs> Never commenting in the chat. <laughs> Adam Silver, comment in the chat. Don't be afraid, all right? Pull up. Pull up. Make an alias. Make a burner. But uh, we appreciate y'all pulling up today for this Tuesday edition of Gills Arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. Whoop, whoop. We'll be back live tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Don't meet us there. Beat us there. See y'all tomorrow. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.